Boom, Woo! baby. Right before that car came. Boom. Goes to dynamite. Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. Right now? Yeah. I don't know what's happening up here. Me either. God damn! What's up, girl? What's up, baby? How you doing? I'm doing so good. It is motherfucking Friday. It is motherfucking Friday. And got the top down in the Jeep. So it's Ooh, a whoop. goddamn fucking Jeep vibe. Jeep vibe all day. Jeep hair don't care. That's right. That's right. We don't care. Speaking yeah. of Jeep, want to hear my goddamn? I do. <laughs> I went to the zoo today oh, with the kids. Yay! And with our other, our third... Nora. Yep. And she had this badass Jeep wagon. Hell yeah. I guess I, these Jeep wagons, I don't I don't know much about wagons, but it looks like a fucking stroller that you could push. Yeah. And you can pull it and it fit <laughs> all three of our children in there and it had a canopy and it had like a cup holder. Bitch had a fucking little tiny fan on there. It was like the Ritz on Damn. wheels. And she was like froding on that bitch. <laughs> she said it was like really expensive but she got it like super cheap. Yeah. She oh has God. a fucking knack for deals. She's so good at it. Yeah. Damn, if you got that Jeep fucking Cadillac out there. They <laughs> have the top on today, though. It was hot. Yeah. I still don't like the zoo, though. Like, we just got year passes again. Yeah. Because the kids love it, so I'll go. But, like, we dra- fucking ride the bus all around the zoo, and we got to see some of the animals. But most of them are inside because it's hotter than balls. And it's like, the kids are like, I can't see anything. And I'm like, yeah, it's because there's nothing to fucking see. We you all just do pretend. The bus. You don't do the bus. Oh, well, it comes with your pass, or at least our pass anyway. And the kids love riding the bus. Mm, that's so just it, it, though. Your kids just want to ride the bus. That's not for the animals. I know, but you're supposed to get to see the animals. Yeah, but your kids are short and not on the right side. Even ever. if you walk around, though, <laughs> I'm like, you can only see, like, the gazelles. We saw the zebras. You could see, like, the porcupines and shit. That we the didn't... meerkats, they're always out. Nope, those those bitches were hiding. It was like we were just looking at empty exhibits. Oh, that's sad. In the fucking aquarium room that you like walk down at his big ass aquarium, there were no fish. What? And there was no sign that was like, careful, you know, there's no fish. <laughs> yeah, so Caution, we're seeing... you won't be seeing fish. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Is the zoo just shut down right now? Like, oh. where the animals go? Maybe they were, well, no, you were there all day. I was yeah. going to say, maybe it was like feeding time or something. I don't know. It could have been. I have no idea. And I wasn't really that concerned because that's how I always feel about the zoo. Yeah. I'm like, it's so underwhelming. And I love the zoo. And at the San Diego Zoo. I love the zoo. Every, everybody does. SeaWorld, take it or leave it. Yeah. And by that, I mean fucking leave it. Let's yeah. go. Get it out of here. Uh-huh. Let Everybody those bitches back into the ocean or whatever. It's world famous or some shit, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, the world famous San Diego Zoo? Yeah. I yeah. mean. Yeah. I don't know. With me, If it were just me, I would never go. I do like the place, like the zoo, like all the shit they have. The atmosphere. Got. Yeah, I love the atmosphere. But like the whole point of a zoo, like going to see the animals, I'm like, I can't only see some of them. The polar bears are never fucking out. You got to go when it's cold. Yeah. Or at night. They come out at night. I know. Okay, so. Like, evening time. Let's go at, like, fucking 4 o'clock one day. I'm down. I am down. Maybe that, maybe I just got to get the timing right. The kids had a blast. I had a blast. Of course. I actually had one of my best days in a really long time. Hell yeah. I'm so tired right now, though, guys, because I just fucking walked for about, I don't know, was it 10 hours today? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like 18 miles. Oh, my God. Oh, it's the worst. But, and our fucking feet were hurting after that concert. Can't believe oh, yeah. we walked around on those puppies. And I was in flip-flops. Yeah. Ooh, well, but they serve beer there, so <sighs> great time. Good to go. Great time. Yeah. 
What's your goddamn? Well, my goddamn, actually, I told you about it already, but I should share it with the world, is that we've put the little chickies out in their little chicken coop. Oh, for like ever? Not for like ever, but like we put them out there every morning because they shit a lot. They are fucking pooping up a storm. I bet. In my little guest bathroom. And I'm like, girls, you got to stay outside. Yeah. Like at least for the day, Mm -hmm. they're outside in their coop shit in there get it all ready whatever and then at evening time we bring them back inside and then they go there and it, this is the perfect temperature they're fine Nobody oh that's awesome yeah it's great and then me and the kids go or the kids and i go in there and <laughs> we play with them and it's so fucking great and then the neighbor kid came up and he was like what the fuck you got chickens and i was like hell yeah we got chickens and then he wanted to play with them and i was like this is a good time he started renaming them and stuff he's like can i name them and i'm like we've ha- like they're, they're named. named no and he's like i'll give them their last names and i was like okay <laughs> like Maybe. it's uh, it's my last name <laughs> yeah yeah and uh then we were all sitting in there cuz then we had the neighbor kid in and we we're all playing and having a good time my kid the older kid he looks over and goes uh neighbor kid why is oh. your dog here? Oh, no. Oh, no. You did tell me this. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and I look up, and there is a fucking jump scare. There is the most inbred-looking motherfucking bulldog I've ever seen in my oh, entire no, life. no. Not inbred. This motherfucker had, like, chameleon eyes <laughs> point in different directions, and there were, like, there were big red bulbs like in between the eyes I don't know oh, it was no. fucking weird and it was just like ugh, like mouth breathing at the fence and I was like Jesus Christ <laughs> and I don't have a filter around my own kids like I cuss around my own kids I'm like don't say that though right yeah, I yeah. was well after the story you'll understand more but I cussed around this other kid a lot and I'm like hey man I don't know if your parents don't want you to come back up here I understand <laughs> you don't have to sorry about it yeah. but also not get your dog out <laughs> yeah so a uh, neighbor kid goes outside because he's like D Diesel, obviously, right? Yeah, that's obviously the yeah. bulldog's name. Yeah, and he's like, Diesel, go home. And the dog is just like, ha, 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 right? <laughs> and I was like, uh, like, go go put him at your house, yeah, right? Like, like what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, he was up here earlier, and he was running around the chicken coop with the babies in there, right? Aww. And it was running around. It was scaring him and scaring stuff. Him. And yeah. then he said he put it back in his house, but his parents are one of those parents that, or people that decide to like let their dog out and then just like oh he's free range he'll be fucking home eventually. God damn, that's so dangerous though because like cars. Yeah, somebody other dog take your dog. Maybe they Coyotes? want somebody to take yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, listen, this one's different. Maybe he just won't come back. <laughs> Diesel. Yeah. Yes. So then a uh, fucking Diesel wouldn't go home. Neighbor kid was like, Diesel, go home, and he's like. Not kicking the dog, but, oh, like, God. putting his foot at it, like, go, go home. And the dog's, yeah. like, attacking his shoe, right? Oh, it's shit. Like, I don't want to go home. You're seven. I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. It won't go. So I was like, like walk your fucking dog home. Fucking right. Yeah. But it's a hill, and it's inconvenient. And I was like, whatever. The dog really wasn't doing anything. Yeah. It wasn't, like, coming up to the fence or anything. So I was like, by fence, I mean, like, the chicken coop fence. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's fine. So then I was like, hey, neighbor kid. You can just come back inside. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so I opened the coop door to let him in, and the dog ran around the other side, mm-hmm. which scared the chicks <gasps> into running out the fucking door. No! 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 Oh! What the fuck? So then the, the kid, of course, is a kid, and so he's slow as shit. Because they oh don't my have God. any Did sense you, of urgency. Oh, my God. Did you, like, fucking Spartan kick his ass out oh, of the way? I did. <laughs> like, grabbed his head and pushed him to the side. Like, fuck it. Move! <laughs> 
<laughs> grabbed one chick, threw it back inside, slammed the coop door, which bounces right back open. <laughs> so then I'm like, kid one, hold the door closed, right? Like, uh, you're on fucking duty now. Yeah, you're on door watch, my yeah. friend. Now my kids are terrified, right? Because I got three fucking baby chicks running outside with an with inbred bulldog. Inbred fucking bulldog Named out there. Diesel. Chasing him, and Brandon happened to be outside, and he didn't—he didn't see anything that was going on. Whatever, he sees two little chicks run by, and he's like, "Oh, that's cute. Where are they going? You know? <laughs> oh, they're free. Yeah, like whatever. It's not a big deal. They'll come back. Like they're not yeah. that fast. Yeah. Whatever." Then he sees me run by. Then he sees the dog run by. Oh god! <laughs> and he's like, "Oh shit!" So then we're all chasing these fucking chickens. I grab one, and now I'm shaking so fucking bad because I was like, I've just given my kids front row tickets to fucking trauma. Yeah, like, like this dog's going to murder these chickens. And it's their two favorites. Oh, no. Like, out, there are six of them, and two of them are like, this one is mine. Oh, no. Can I only take care of this one? And I'm like... Of course, baby, because oh, no. I can do anything you want. Yeah. So, so those are the ones you care about the most. Those are the ones all. that, like, yeah, and you can't just get another one. Like, the other yeah. ones are like, it's red. Just get another fucking red chicken. Yeah. No one will notice, yeah. you know? These no, this is, ones. like, uh, it's fucking speckled white and has, like, two black feathers or some shit. Aww. He would know. Yeah. And so I'm like, ah, and I grab one chicken, and it's, like, fucking freaking out, and I don't know where the dog is, so I run back to the coop, and I chuck it in there, and <laughs> the kid is, like, fast on the door. Like, Aww. bam, bam, got it, mom. Oh, he's no on it. And then Brandon's like, they're under the Jeep. And I see the dog, and I'm fucking yelling at the dog. And he's looking at me like, I can fucking fit under the Jeep, right? Oh, no. So I'm yelling at the dog, and Brandon's like, oh, now get. Yeah, I hear (laughs) y'all. Yeah. (laughs) And Brandon's looking under the Jeep, and he's like, I see him under there. And so then he starts screaming, where's the dog? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) And then I had to, like, fucking shimmy under my Jeep to grab these two little fucking chicks and scooch back down. And get him out and go. And after that, I am Done. not Done. good with, like, adrenaline trauma or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. it takes me a fucking minute to calm down. I get, yeah. like, PTSD, whatever the fuck For it is. For sure, yeah. So the neighbor kid's like, all right, cool. Like, I'm going to go back in. And I'm like, the fuck you are? You leave now. <laughs> yeah, like, you We're need done. to. You need to go on now. And then he's yeah. like. And he's an innocent fucking kid. He yeah. didn't mean to do any of these no, things. No, but you're like, we're done. I can't watch you. Oh, I can't do I anything. I was so done. Yeah. I was so done. I had to go and like sit by myself for like 10 minutes and just stare at the chickens. Like everybody can get the fuck away from me. And yeah. I just like looked at them like they're all okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine until I finally calmed down enough to like fucking bring everybody inside. Yeah. I'm like, y- y'all need to get. Yeah. And it was I bet, man. I, when you first told me that story, I was like, I swear to God, I thought a chicken died. Yeah. I, I thought, thought one was going to. I thought, because they're so small, too. And yeah. this stupid fucking dog, hit just one bite, it would be dead. Oh, my God. If it just punctured one fucking time, Aww, it would be dead. Don't say that. It w- that's all I'm thinking. I know, that's really As I'm fucking chasing them, and my stupid kids are back there, <laughs> and then... I get all the chickens inside, and I'm like, peace be with you guys. I'm fucking going inside. I'm going with my babies. I'm going inside. (laughs) And my kids stayed outside because they don't care. And they don't realize that they almost got a front row seat to murder. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then now my kids are fucking terrified of this stupid-ass bulldog. Because they're like, well, he was biting neighbor kid. And I'm like, he was biting his shoe. Oh, yeah. He shouldn't have had his shoe up there. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's his own damn fault. Yeah, like he's not a malicious dog. The dog no. was just doing natural, instinctual exactly. things. And it's a, I'm sure it's a nice dog. I've yeah. never pet it. He's kind of skittish around people or whatever. Yeah. But like, and I, now I'll never pet it because I aggressively yelled at it. Like, ah, get out of here. <laughs> I feel like the way you describe him, he'd be all like mangy. <laughs> I mean, he's really, he looks like a fucking velvet hippo or whatever they call, you know, pit bulls. Yeah. He looks yeah. like he'd be real soft. Aww. And uh, he just looks his well, face it is looks like up. he's yeah he was born with some defects yeah he was on sale yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was given away <laughs> he was one of them backyard breeders you know <laughs> where they were like those ones were sisters and they accidentally mated like, how oh, no. i don't know <laughs> that's what came out that doesn't work like that do you want it <laughs> and they were like yeah yep <laughs> take it we're gonna name it diesel well goddamn i'm so glad your chickens didn't fucking die yeah me that too sucked me fucking too you want to hear about some murder fuck yeah i do well, i got a fucking doozy for you today oh do you oh do do i don't do, 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 doozy i don't know that you ever don't have a doozy that's true and <laughs> a do doozy is that what i said what 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 would you do okay are we prepared duh I am going to tell you about the White House murders. <gasps> it, the White House? The White House. Oh, there were murders? This is a different White House, <laughs> which is not actually white. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, it's just a farmhouse. Don't know why they called it the White House. Oh, maybe it was somebody's last name. Uh, It wasn't theirs. They explained <laughs> why it was called the White House. I think at one point it may have been a white, a big White House. Oh, and it's just like the family or the neighborhood Yeah, I was white like, house. oh, it's the White House. I uh, did not pay that much attention, though. Because you fine. know how they always name them? Like, mm-hmm. this is a brownie killer. And you're like, well, I'm not going to say that. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think of my own thing. <laughs> I'll give it its own name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then I just wasn't interested. It's like the Green River Killer House. or something everybody knows. And we're like, anyway, I'm never going to repeat that. I'm not going to say that on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to do that one. And everyone's like, I, I would know it <laughs> if you just said that one thing. <laughs> Let's talk murder. Okay. So, White House. Yeah. White House murders. We're going to start off with Ralph Neville Bamber, mm-hmm. who went by Neville. Okay. And his wife, June. They got married in 1949, and they moved to a farm in, get ready, everyone from fucking England or whatever, Tollishunt? <laughs> or Tollishunt. Uh-huh. Or Tollishunt. Uh-huh. I don't know how to say it. Tal- I don't either. Tollishunt, Darcy, Essex. Okay. Okay. Nailed it. Thank you. Neville was a pilot in the Royal Air Force. Ooh. And the two couldn't have their own kids, so they adopted two. Right? Oh, okay. A boy named Jeremy and a girl named Sheila. Okay. The family was pretty well off. The kids both went to private schools and they had the fucking best of everything. Right? Okay. Man, those kids won the fucking parent lottery then, huh? They sure did. Yeah, these <laughs> people were like, we can afford kids. Let's have them. Yeah, yeah. Let's Let make me, them or yeah. whatever. Let me go get some buy that somebody them. else made. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> buy them. <laughs> I'll buy them. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So, June was borderline obsessed with religion, right? Uh-oh. Okay. Like, she even did a stint in a psychiatric hospital because of it. Oh, my God. Why? Because she thought, like, fucking Jesus himself was talking uh, to her? Yeah, something like that. Like, People she was still feel that way. real fucking into it. Okay. Yeah, and they okay. were like, hey, man, calm down. Take it down a few notches. Yeah. We can get right back out there. Or was she one of those people that is like, you are Satan! And, like, losing their mind. I don't know if it was one of the people that is like, you are Satan, but I think that Satan was talked about a lot, or, like, oh, the devil and yeah. evil things and stuff like that. Okay. But... The kids did have to endure a very strict religious upbringing, right? Yeah. But other than that, they had 
the fucking bee's knees. They had whatever they wanted. So Jeremy was adopted first when he was six weeks old. Okay. And he was the illegitimate son, obviously, Mm -hmm. of a vicar's daughter, which is a priest, I'm assuming, like a fucking holy man's daughter, and a married army sergeant. So like, uh uh-oh, can't do that, right? Yeah. Pretty sure our church frowns upon that. Mm Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to join the family business and become a farmer like his dad, so he'd work odd jobs, right? Like trying, the kid? Yeah. Okay. Trying to fucking make his own path in the world, right? Okay, yeah. But mostly, he just wanted to be rich and play that life. But who wouldn't? He's like, <laughs> I would like to be a trust fund baby, please, and mm-hmm. thank you. And that is exactly it. And so he's like, I'm going to be like a fucking playboy, right? I'm mm-hmm. going to dress nice, I'm going to have all these girls, blah, 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 and like, have nice things. Yeah. That's Jeremy, right? Yes, that's Jeremy. And so he's spending his parents' money to make all this happen, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, he got a serious relationship with a lady named Julie Mugford, and they lived a couple miles away from his parents' farmhouse in a cottage that his parents paid for. Aw. So, living the fucking, fucking dream. nice. Yeah. yeah. In a cottage. Mills. Mm. In Essex. Mills. So Sheila was born in 1957, Mm -hmm. and she went to a secretarial college, and then she worked as a model in London. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. You could tell they had rich parents. Exactly. (laughs) Like, that's not a job. I mean, for some people it is, but for most people it's not. Yeah, yeah. So she lived in an apartment paid for by her parents, and she married a man named Colin Caffel in 1977, Uh and they had twins shortly after. Oh, shit. So Sheila and her husband ended up getting divorced in 1982. Fucking twins will do that. Fuck, right? <laughs> they were like, you know what? This is hard. Yeah, fuck, man. She was also super religious, just like her mom. Right? Okay, so she stuck with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what she was raised in. It makes sense. Well, no, she got divorced. Yeah? Oh, oh, oh she stuck still... with the religion thing. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. you were saying, like, she stuck with the family. And I was like, nah. She was like, fuck this place. I'm out. <laughs> I was like, oh, so, like, she's not religious? Because no, that's normally not allowed. <laughs> no, no. She's quite religious. Okay. Quite religious. Okay. So Sheila was also diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder. Uh-oh. Which sounds the same as schizophrenia, mm-hmm. but I'm not a doctor. But mm-hmm. the symptoms include hallucinations, delusions, mood disorder, depression, and mania. Okay. okay. So... Sounds similar. Hallucinations, manic episodes, that kind of stuff. All right. She was obviously struggling with her mental health, right? Mm, Clearly. (laughs) And Sheila's ex-husband was given custody of the children. Oh, okay. And she was admitted to a psychiatric hospital. Damn, just like her mom. Mm Mm-hmm. At one point, she told a psychiatrist that she believed she was possessed by the devil. Oops. And that she believed she was capable of murdering her children (gasps) or of getting them to murder others. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Yeah. That's crazy. I think at one point she thought that the kids were demonic. Like, when she had the twins, she was like, I'm pretty sure they're demonic. Okay, honestly, I have held my baby at night in the dark and seen the way that they look at you. And I'm like, ah, we're going to turn the lights on. You're freaking me out. Yeah. But do you think that that has to do with her upbringing? Like, because she was raised by a parent who was the same way, she thinks it's normal and, like, believes a lot of it? Probably. Or do you think it's, like, because it's not genetic. I was going to say it could be genetic. Well, I mean. Schizophrenia or schizoaffective? I guess disorder? I guess it could be, but I was thinking in this scenario since they're foster or adopted kids, mm-hmm. but oh, the same oh, scenario. Oh, you're right; it wouldn't that, be like, genetic in that sense, but maybe like environmental. Yeah, yeah, environmental. Yeah, Ooh. I guess if you grow up around it and you grow up yeah. thinking those things, maybe. Who knows? 
She also talked about suicide with her psychiatrist. My gosh. Mm -hmm. Murder, suicide. She's ticking all the red flags. Mm -hmm. But her doctor didn't think that she was a candidate for suicide. That, like, he (laughs) a candidate. Actually, it's not going to work for you. Because you're too cool. Uh, <laughs> you would never. <laughs> right? Well, that's kind of what he's saying. Like, he didn't actually think that she was would go through with it. Like, yeah. she might believe all these things or think her kids are the devil or whatever. But he, for whatever reason, didn't think that she was going to commit suicide or act on these impulses. Okay. But she was readmitted to the hospital in March of 1985. And then upon release, she went to live with her parents at the farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Her twins lived with the dad still, but they would visit Sheila often. Right? Okay. Neville also apparently had trouble wrangling in Jeremy, right? Mm-hmm. He wanted nothing to do with being a farmer. And Neville was like, well, that's the only way you're going to fucking stay in the family. Like, yeah, like I'm if gonna, you want the money, you yeah, got to do the work. You got to do the work. I'm not going to be doing this forever. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm going to cut you out of the will or oh, whatever shit. or yeah. cut you off the money. Because you're not helping. Yeah, if you don't put in. Yeah. And I guess they also owned a successful caravan company. That they'd, like, rent out or whatever. And Mm -hmm. so Jeremy was like, well, can I just run that? And the dad, Neville, was like, no, because you're dumb. (laughs) He didn't say those words. I'm sure he was more tactful. But he said that he didn't think Jeremy had any business sense. And so he's like, "Uh uh-uh. Okay. I'm not putting that shit in your hands. You're a farmhand. Go shovel shit. Yeah, exactly. So now we have set the scene. Mm -hmm. And on August 7th, 1985, at 3.26 a.m., Jeremy called the police to tell them that his dad had just called him and told him that Sheila was going berserk and she had his semi-automatic rifle. Uh-oh, that's not good. Uh-oh, fucking SpaghettiOs. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeremy called... You know, wait. Listen, I'm not here to judge, but I'm just saying if you have two people in the home that have mental health issues, you'd think that that thing might be a little harder to get to. The gun? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, 1985 and they live on a farm, though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you probably need them. Those things are probably just fucking sitting right next to your keys on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my gun hook. They're everywhere. They're above the fucking mantle. Yeah. They're crossed like swords. <laughs> or however you store guns. <laughs> on a gun rack. <laughs> or that. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeremy drives to his dad's house, right? He called the police and drives and to his dad's there. house. Okay. Or He's the like, farm. I'll straighten this all out. Mm-hmm. So when the police arrived on the scene, they noted that every door and window was locked from the inside. Minus the master bedroom window on the first floor, which in the UK or whatever, I believe, is the second floor, like not ground level, right? Okay. Okay. Also, would be super weird if it was locked from the outside. (laughs) (laughs) These are all our deadbolts or padlocks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Police arrived at the house sometime around 4 a.m., right? Wait, didn't he call it 2-something? 3.30. Oh, God damn. Yeah. It took them 30 minutes, I guess, if they're out on a farm. Well, I'm assuming it's somewhere around 4 a.m. Okay. So, okay. I don't know. I guess it was like a five-minute drive from Jeremy's house to the farmhouse. Okay. But the police got there first. Oh. But we'll talk about that. All right. So police get there sometime around 4 a.m., and then they decided to wait for the tactical firearms group to get there. Mm-hmm. So they waited until 5 a.m. What the fuck? For them to arrive. Did, did they hear, were they like, knock, knock? Hello? Is anybody okay in there? From what I could tell, no. They just like drove there and parked and they uh, were like, anyway, we're closer now. Yeah, and they're just like looking at the house like, looks all locked up except for that window up there. 
What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. So then the tactical fucking group arrives, right? Mm -hmm. And then they decide that they should wait until daytime to enter the home. What? It's like it's so dark. You got, you ain't got flashlights, tactical team? <laughs> fucking right? What the fuck? You don't have a Duracell? What is going Turn on? Turn your fucking headlights to the door. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? What the fuck? So they didn't actually go inside the home until almost 8 a.m. What? It was like 7.58 or the some The sun shit. rises at like 6. What are you talking about? Especially on a fucking farm. You yeah, would think the farmhands are probably all out working. Like, is something happening? Yeah, why are there cops out here? Yeah. So during the time spent waiting for the fucking sun to rise. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's <laughs> real ridiculous. So, like, oh, Bob, look at that. That's so pretty. And there's just something going on. Someone might have a gun in there. Yeah. We'll just wait till the You don't want to knock? Like, I have questions. I don't know. Maybe they knocked and know. nobody answered? Nobody gave detailed notes, accounts of this, which is frustrating later, too. Okay. During all that time, they decide to question Jeremy. They said that he was so While they distraught. were waiting? Yeah. Because he showed up, and he's like, yeah, they're in there, right? And he's like, the cops are like, anyway, where were you? Like, what's going on? What'd you hear? What happened? Blah, 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 right? Why'd uh -huh. you call us? Yeah. They said that he was so distraught, like, okay. terrified something bad had happened. Was he like, she hey, let's go in there? I guess not. Okay, that's fucking weird. Allegedly, he was crying and vomiting or something. Oh, my God, that's pretty distraught. So the police gave him tea and whiskey to calm him down. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> I love that like they just had party. it. They're like, anyway, get get it out of your patrol car. <laughs> and Lieutenant Bob or whatever. Oh, my God. So Jeremy said that Sheila had brought her kids to the farm for the week. Mm -hmm. And maybe four days before the murders, he had witnessed his parents asking Sheila if maybe she should consider having her children fostered by a family in town on account of her mental health. What? So they're all murdered in there. We don't know. You just said the murders. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it's like me the other week when I was like, you know, and then she goes missing and you're like, she's missing. I'm like, ah, yeah, we'll get there. So there's a uh, there's been some murders. Clearly, we don't reread our notes. I did, too, though. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is when the murders happened. <laughs> OK, so the Sheila. So four days before the event. Okay. That yes. we're going to talk about, okay. that we're going to pretend we don't know is murder. Uh-huh. Four days before that, Jeremy walked into an argument or whatever, a conversation between Sheila and the parents. And the parents were saying, like, hey, maybe you should consider getting your kids fostered mm -hmm. because your mental health sucks right now. Like, What about her husband? I mean... He could have them that part of the time, and then the other part of the time they'd be fostered. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But... Her response was apparently to say, like, I'd rather stay in London. Okay. Which, according to her psychiatrist later, seemed super out of character for her. He said okay. that knowing her and all the time that he had spent talking to her and everything, if she was suggested that she should get rid of her, not get rid of, but <laughs> have her kids in the foster system, she would have reacted differently. Like, she was, you know, being attacked. You know, oh, okay. she wouldn't want to lose her kids. She yeah. would have reacted big yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. And kind of taken, like, a defensive stance. Yeah, like, no. Yeah. So Jeremy also said that he had been at the house the night before. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, what's going on? You're looking a little fishy. Looking a little suspicious. Mm -hmm. And he thought he had heard rabbits outside, so he took his dad's twenty two rifle. He thought he had heard them? Yeah. Like, jumping? Like, <laughs> no. I don't know. What sound do rabbits make? Maybe they scratch or burrow. That is literally the only sound I know that a rabbit makes. That's why I'm so... Like, he heard them yeah. rustling in the bush? He's a motherfucking farmer. Okay. Bumper? 
<laughs> this is a thumper out there? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I don't know. But he was like, uh-oh, there's rabbits afoot. And so he got his <laughs> dad's... rabbits afoot. We don't want him getting to the carrots. Mm-mm. Not again. Not on this farm. Nope. So he gets his dad's twenty-two rifle. He loads it. For a rabbit? Well, it's just a... It's just a rifle. You could be far away. It's only a little twenty-two. Or are you going to scare him off? Eat him? Like, what are you doing with Shoot this Shoot him. Fucking kill him. All right. I could see if you have, like, shit growing and you don't want them to eat it. Yeah. I suppose. And so he loads it, but then I guess got distracted or couldn't find the rabbits or whatever the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. But he left the gun on the kitchen table next to a box of ammo. Oh, good. Loaded. Yeah. And he's like, hey, by the way, there's a loaded gun yeah, in there. Yeah, in the house with these twins. With Yeah, with these fucking children. No problem. Just like a fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> so when the police finally entered the home, they found Neville's body... Near oh. the kitchen. He had been bludgeoned and shot. <gasps> oh. There appeared to be a struggle in the room with chairs overturned and, like, shit broken. Like, there was a sugar pot or some shit broken and there's Not sugar a sugar everywhere. pot. Mm-hmm. Good old-fashioned sugar pot. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And Neville had been shot eight times. Jesus. Six in the head and face <gasps> at point blank. Oh, my God. Like, six? Fucking an inch away or That's some shit. fucking angry. Anger? That's, that's a lot of anger. That's some. That's just personal. Yeah. And it appeared as if he was going to the kitchen to try and get to the phone to call for help. And the phone was found, like, off the hook, disconnected. Right? Hmm. So police believe that he was shot four times upstairs and then somehow managed to get downstairs where the struggle occurred. Oh, my God. Where he was shot the remaining four times and then Holy died. Shit. Right. How do you get shot in the head four times? I don't fucking know. And go downstairs. I don't know. You don't I go mean, anywhere. Maybe two of them were like not Ricochet? in the head and face. Well, they said four were in the head and face. So oh he was God. shot four times upstairs. So at least two times, at least he was shot in yeah. the head and face wow. from upstairs. Came downstairs, right? Yeah. He also had a fractured jaw, black eyes, broken teeth, and his neck and larynx were damaged. Okay, so this sounds like a struggle, which I'm having a hard time imagining Sheila doing, which I know nothing about Sheila, but, like, sounds like a lot of brute force. I'm thinking Jeremy, man. That's an interesting thought. The police didn't think that. Oh. (laughs) They're just like, wow, she's strong. She's so strong. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, you're on to something there, because she was a 28-year-old skinny girl. Yeah. And uh, Neville was a six-foot-four fucking farmhand. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the police believe that Neville was hit with the rifle multiple times. Oh, okay. Okay, and that's how all the fucking blood force trauma. Yeah. Yeah. They found June's body the wife, mm-hmm. shot seven times in her bedroom. Jesus Christ. And based on the bloodstains, they believe that she was sitting up for at least part of the attack. <sighs> okay. Isn't that awful? Like, you think she woke up, sat up in bed? I think it was more like maybe she was in bed reading or something like that. And oh then it God. started and then she went down. Oh, yeah. shit. Isn't that fucking awful, though? Yeah. So, as I said, the twins happened to be there at the time. No. And they were each shot multiple times in the head while they slept. They were asleep, though. Oh, my God. Who does that? Who does that? What the fuck is wrong with people? Sheila was found in her mother's bedroom, lying on the floor, dead from a gunshot wound to her neck. Okay. But it was, like, under her chin neck area. Mm Mm-hmm. So, not, like, 
through the neck, but like yeah. if you had the gun under you, I guess. Okay. Like, like under your up? chin kind of? Yeah. She was holding the twenty two rifle and a Bible. Okay. Here's the thing about that though. Yeah. There were two bullet holes in her neck. Oh. So she shot herself twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the first was determined to be from roughly three inches away from her neck. Oh. Which if you're gonna suicide yourself. You think you would go like skin to skin, right? Like you're not holding it. Back, yeah, I would. Just you don't in case like, it like shoots around or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like balancing. It's like taking a picture. You know, you don't know if you get the angle right. Yeah, I don't know. But the first one would have killed her, though not immediately. Oh my god, no! And then the second shot was a little higher up under her chin, and it would have killed her immediately. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that it's impossible to shoot yourself two times during a suicide attempt. Yeah. But it's probably unlikely. I don't know that I've ever heard of that before. I tried to Google it, and all I could get was the help hotlines. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know I've heard of people who have, like, shot themselves in the mouth and missed. And, well, like, they yeah. a, they get it, but they survive. They survive, yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's That, to me, right there is Terrifying. enough evidence to be like, that would not be the way I choose to go. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. And I, I couldn't find anything that said. If that's a thing or not. Yeah, if that's a thing or any statistics There's on no it way. or anything like it. There's no way that that is. I imagine it's not impossible. No. It's not It's not the first time it's ever happened, you okay. know? It can't be the first time it's ever happened, but it's probably not common. Yeah. Okay? Like, we're questioning things, right? Yeah. So 25 shots had been fired inside the home, mostly Damn. from close range. And because Sheila had this history of mental illness and she was found with the rifle in her arms, it was a pretty open and shut case, right? Yeah, yeah. The medical examiner said that the deaths could have occurred at any point during the night. So, like, oh, thanks, man. They didn't even, like, try. He was like, yeah, man, this is like they saw him last night, but then yeah. it must have been before any right point. now. Yeah. <laughs> Between the time you've seen him and now, that's when they died. <laughs> thanks. Seems like it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> thanks, man. Police also found a note carved into the doors of a cupboard that was in the room that the twins were sleeping in. Like somebody carved a whole note? (laughs) Not like, to whom it may concern. Dear Rita, (laughs) comma, comma, it said, quote, I hate this place. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. But it was never clarified who wrote it, right? Yeah. Or how fresh it was or anything like that. That's weird. So it's just kind of a creepy thing to find in, like, a big old murder scene. Was that, like, Sheila's old bedroom as a kid or something? They didn't say. What the fuck? And that's what I was wondering, too. Was it, like, one of the kids' bedroom? Because I had in my dresser, in my underwear drawer, there was someone wrote in big Sharpie, Get out! And I say someone because it wasn't me because I got that dresser secondhand and it was already in there. And I... (laughs) Always looked at it. I don't know why. Just look at it. Make sure it's still there. <laughs> it's still there. Better get out. Okay. <laughs> Close it. So police spoke with the secretary of the farm. I guess it was a big fucking operation that needed a secretary. Okay. And she said that she had called up to the farmhouse at 9.30 p.m. And she spoke to Neville, who was very short with her. She oh. said it kind of sounded like she was interrupting an argument or something. Oh. Like he didn't want to be on the phone. Oh, okay. So he was alive at 9, though. 9.30, yep. Yeah. 
And then June's sister called the house at about 10 p.m. that night. Who is calling so late? I what was the thinking the same doing? thing. Yeah, like, like, go to bed. I would never. I don't no. even text you after 10 now. Yeah. Like, I do. I'll send you yeah. TikToks. But I if know we, you're not going to respond. Yeah. And if we were already talking to each other, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. T- call at 10 o'clock at night? That is assault. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> but I guess it's 80-something. Right? Yeah, they're it's probably like bored. 85 or whatever. And they're like, anyway, I'm not going to bed yet, so I'll just give fucking in June a call. What is it, a Friday night? <laughs> yeah, right? So she talked to Sheila, who sounded oh. quiet, she said. Oh, okay. And then she spoke to June, who she said sounded normal. Okay, so they're both alive. Mm-hmm. Again. At okay. least one person on the police force started to have some questions, though. Yeah. Oh, good. So, like I said, it appeared that Neville was shot upstairs, came downstairs, there was a fucking struggle. You picked up on it right away, that there's a lady. Yeah. And it might be hard for a lady to struggle against a big, burly farmhand, right? Yeah, yeah. So this cop is like, eh, it doesn't really fucking add Questions, up. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, she suicided herself twice. She suicided herself twice. Still, no one really mentioned that. Yeah. No one was well, like, and anyway, there's exhibit fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. We should double check that what he is saying is true. <laughs> yeah. Nope. But that is also to say that Sheila didn't have any signs of a struggle on her person. Okay, so if yeah. she was able to beat the crap out of her dad, yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. Stuff, like yeah. she would have some kind Scratches, of scratches, bruises, knuckles. Yeah. yeah. They also didn't find any gunshot residue on her hands. Okay, which she wouldn't didn't fire any guns. Mm, but it wouldn't be that weird because it's a rifle. I guess it's a twenty-two rifle, oh, and okay. so for whatever reason, it doesn't throw a lot of gunpowder or some shit. Good I don't know. know the science. I don't either. But they said that. She would have had to reload the magazine mm-hmm. or whatever it is. It's a, it's not a rifle. It's probably not a magazine. I don't fucking know. Gun <laughs> words. Yeah. She would have to reload during that time. And the gun lube oil stuff from Ew. the bullets and all that would have been on her hands. Like, that's more fucking gun residue. Yeah, gun yeah. juices would have Ew! been on her hands. <laughs> <laughs> I know these juices. That's they would leave God. some kind of tra- trace yeah. evidence, right? Yeah. And they didn't find any of that. Okay. Sheila was also barefoot. Okay. But she didn't have any dirt or blood or sugar on the bottom of her feet. Remember Uh, I told you there was a big-ass sugar pot that exploded? Yeah, that makes sense. There was nothing on her feet. Her feet were clean. It wasn't, like, tracked anywhere? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I don't know if it was, but it wasn't on her. Yeah, like tracked up to wherever she Right, wherever she landed. Like little fucking fairy footprints of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So another thing that the police didn't like was that when they were responding to the scene, they said that they actually passed Jeremy on the road there. Or I said he lived, like, just a couple miles away, right? Cottage down the road. It takes him five minutes to drive there. And by all accounts, from, like, his cousins and shit, he always drove fast. Well, I guess this guy, Jeremy, was driving slow. And so the emergency responders went around him. Yeah. Let me get to this emergency so I could sit here for hours. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Fucking dumb. Wait till the sunrise. Yeah. But it is weird. You'd have some yeah. kind of sense of urgency to get to the scene, sure. especially if you're so close. But probably not if you did it. But probably not if you did it. <laughs> they also questioned him because, allegedly, after he got the call from his dad saying that his sister was doing all this, right? Yeah. His dad told him to get there immediately. Yeah. But Jeremy instead took the time to 
look up the local police phone number instead of just calling 999. He was like, hey, let me just... Let me call the actual sheriff. The ones that are going to actually respond to it. I don't want to wait and get transferred or whatever the fuck he was thinking. But he took extra time to find this other phone number to call that. Uh Uh-huh. And he called his girlfriend, Julie, who was in London at the time. Okay. And they asked why he didn't call any of the farmhands at the house. Like, hey, can you go, go check, check up there yeah. or whatever? And he just said he didn't think of it. Or, like, ah. keep his dad on the phone. like or something. Call his dad back. Like, Tell your hey. dad to get out of the house. Yeah. I don't know. Is everything okay? Or just go to the house immediately. Yeah, like, do you have to call weird. your girlfriend right now? That's, that's weird. Super, what did he say to her? Did she say anything? Like that oh. Something happened at his dad's house. Oh, and okay. she was just like, what? You're Okay. okay. Like, okay. it's fucking seven in the morning. Okay. Well, you six in the Four. Go. Three. Fucking 3.30 in the morning. He's yeah. Like, what are they doing calling people in the middle of the fucking night? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, something happened at my dad's. Like, cool. Okay. You gonna are go? Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? The policeman in charge of the investigation was set on this being a domestic dispute. Like, nope, fucking, we already solved that shit. I'm yeah, going to go He doesn't want to reopen it and have to do more work. Mm-hmm. He didn't even want to go in in the first place. He's like, this is about to be so much fucking paperwork. Mm-hmm. He pretty much refused to look into it further. Oh, damn, that sucks. One of the cousins, Jeremy's cousins, mm-hmm. even showed up and offered to this police officer, like, hey, maybe Jeremy's not telling the truth here. Like, Oh, shit. Like, a family member's like, yeah, mm, did we a little fishy. Did we double check that? Like, yeah. did you look into this? And he got pissed and told her to leave the office. Like, get the fuck out of here. That shit's closed. Oh, my God. Yeah. What is going on? And only three days after the murder, this policeman ordered for the bed sheets and some bloodstains carpets to be burned why to spare jeremy the emotions of having to deal with that because like fuck i think jeremy probably requested it like hey man can we get this shit out of here and he was like so troubling we'll take care of that oh my god this guy's a fucking idiot yeah so they burned potential evidence we don't know one of the cousins was at the farmhouse days later and Mm -hmm. they actually found a silencer that was hidden in the (gasps) cupboard in the kitchen oh shit the police didn't even find that shit no Like, it is a crime scene. It is a crime scene. What the fuck? Yeah. And so this cousin, maybe another cousin, her dad and, like, the estate lawyer or some shit were at the house. And they're just, like, looking around, looking through shit or whatever. Where's that sugar bowl? She opens up a, or he, where's that? Damn it, that was an heirloom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, a silencer. (laughs) Yeah, they open up a cupboard and they're like, what is this? And so they touch it or whatever and it's a silencer. And, like, that's fucking weird. So they took it, like, out of the house, uh-huh. and... The family did? They're like, this is mine? Yeah. Well, not oh. like, this is mine, but, like, we should... Turn this in. Turn this in as evidence. Yeah. So they called the police to come collect this potential evidence, and they took three days to even come and get it. Really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, I will just drop it off. Huh, yeah. I've already touched it. It can't be that big. Yeah. Like, this town, you know? Yeah. I thought you the silencer. I'm like, could you imagine? <laughs> So bad. I need to borrow your truck. <laughs> right? No, I mean the town. Like what? Yeah. It can't be. It can't be take that long to get to a fucking no. police station and be like, anyway, this came from that murder scene. I bet that cop was like, no, I'm not going. I don't want any right? more fucking. Like it doesn't shit. matter. Whatever. Yeah. Let it get tainted. So this silencer would turn out to fit the rifle that was used in the attack. Naturally, why else would they fucking have it in the house? Mm-hmm. And it had Sheila's blood on it. Oh, shit. So she would have had to hide it there after being shot. After killing herself. Yeah, that doesn't fucking make any sense. Yeah. 
So they also found red paint on the silencer, and when compared hmm. it to the home, they found that same paint that fucking matched exactly like 15 layers of red or some shit uh-huh. underneath the mantle in the living room. Oh, right? shit. So like okay. where the struggle occurred, yeah. I guess it was part of the mantle, and so they're thinking that the rifle slammed against the mantle multiple while they, times. While it was swinging. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's like scuffs on the mantle. Oh. With this silencer matching the paint, right? Yeah, yeah. Another thing to note about the silencer. You think he would have tried to hide that a little better. Right? Like, like not just put it in, in the, the cupboard? <laughs> yeah. Bring it to your house or like bury you it. You have a whole farm to bury it. Yeah. yeah. Do something yeah. with it. Do something else. Get it out of the house. Yeah, that's just dumb. That's, you know, rich Chuck people it making in a lake. decisions. A river? He's never had to work for himself. That's true. So another thing about it is that it would have made the barrel too long for her to use it on herself. Oh yeah. In the way that it was portrayed well, that she did. And also the blood thing. Like you don't we don't even need any more evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just layering it on, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, like come on. Like, yeah, come on. She could have used her toe, guys. <laughs> she could have, <laughs> allegedly. So there were other numerous police fuck ups, uh-huh. such as I will list them here. Okay, I'm ready. There was a hacksaw that could have been used to break into the home. It was, like, just sitting out in the fucking garden, I guess. Uh Uh-huh. And it wasn't collected for months. Really? Months. Why would you need to break into the home? Was the home broken into? Uh, It was all locked up on the way back. Like, everything was locked when they got there. So then they just waited forever, but they could have used the hacksaw? Well, no, no, no. The, like whomever broke in, you know, if there's this intruder or someone. Oh, okay. It could have been a potential thing of of evidence. There's a saw in yeah. the fucking garden, and they were like, that's probably nothing. Oh, my God. They really <laughs> fucked that up. So the police didn't take any detailed notes, and those who spoke to Jeremy at the scene didn't write down any of his statements until weeks later. Oh, my God. They didn't ask for Jeremy's clothes until a month later. Good. So he's had plenty of time to clean them mm-hmm. or lose them. Or lose them. Or just say, these. this is this, what I was wearing. Yeah, this is them. Yeah. <laughs> and all the bodies were cremated, essentially closing off any future evidence. Along with right? all that other evidence that was burned. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Aaron. Yeah. So eventually this lead guy was taken off the case, right? Okay. And was he friends with Jeremy? I don't think so. Like, I think he fuck? was just lazy. Like, it was oh time to retire. Oh, my God. Jesus yeah. Christ. So he was taken off the case, and some more junior officers were put in charge, and they were like, fuck yeah, let's get this guy, because they didn't like Jeremy. They didn't think that he was being honest, right? Okay. So they're going to put more pressure on him. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there was a funeral held for all five family members nine days after the murders. Uh Uh-huh. And Jeremy was seen crying at the funeral, but he was heard saying, like, well, I got nothing to worry about as long, other than the cameras getting my good side. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't say that. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. I enjoy dark humor. I yeah. enjoy, you know, making light in a fucked up situation. Yeah, but you're but not. that just seems kind of narcissistic and, yeah. like, you're just worried about you. That's nice. All you your family's like a dead. Bad, like a brat. Yeah, you sound like a not great person. Yeah, a bad person. So immediately following the funerals, he flew his girlfriend to Amsterdam where he attempted to buy a bunch of drugs. With and then his he, daddy's money? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then he tried to sell nude pictures of his sister. What? To tabloids. What? Yeah. How did he get those, first I of all? I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't want to know. What an awful person. It was 85, so maybe Polaroids. Oh, my God. Yeah. How fucked up is that? Yeah, but, like, did she take them? Did he take them? Oh, my God. I would hope she took them. And maybe he he went in the house and was like, I saw these and then took them for some reason. I don't know. Creepy. Oh, my God. Granted, they're not biologically related, but still. That's true. It's still. Fucking weird. Yeah, it is. It's like the step bro stuff on, you know. I don't. It's weird. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. I guess he didn't have any takers on those, though. And he would also get together with his friends and, like, take... I feel bad for her that nobody bought them. (laughs) They're like, actually, these aren't movie quality. Yeah. Unless it was, like, just nobody was interested in general. (laughs) Yeah. It was probably like, isn't this that murdered girl? It's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Oh, my God. He would also get together with his friends and take them all out for champagne and lobster dinners. Damn. He's living the high life. Living the fucking high life. And so the police are like, this is really suspicious. Sure. Like, you're fucking... Not doing this right. Yeah. You're drawing attention to yourself. Mm -hmm. And then in September, police get a visit from Julie, his girlfriend. Oh, okay. From London. Mm Mm-hmm. And she changed her whole story. Uh Uh-oh. What'd she say? Apparently... After the murders, she stood by Jeremy through all of it, right? Uh-huh. And then one day, one of his ex-girlfriends called him, and he answered uh-huh. while she was there. Uh-huh. And then he asked out the ex-girlfriend. <gasps> In front of her? In front of her. What? In front of her. And this so Julie was like... This a piece of fucking work. Yeah. And Julie was like, well, I got some shit on you, yeah, my friend. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. So she flipped out, and I guess she slapped him. It was like cussing Ooh. him out or whatever. She slapped him, but then he grabbed her arm, twisted it up behind her back. Oh, God, right? no. And she was like, uh-oh, this guy's actually dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He like, murdered his whole family. Now it's fucking real, right? Yeah, yeah. Now that it's happening to me. Yeah. And so she decided to go to the police station four days after that. Mm -hmm. She should have done it sooner, but good for her. Yeah, but at least it eventually happened. Yeah. So she tells them that Jeremy had often and loudly told her that he hated his parents and his mom was mad and a religious freak and that his sister had nothing to live for and that he would never share his inheritance with her. Oh, my God. More friends and family members came out and said, like, they had heard him saying those kind of things. Yeah. He had told her that he wanted to sedate his parents and set the house on fire. Oh, shit. He said that Sheila would make a good scapegoat because of all her mental health issues. Oh, my God. She also said that at 9.50 the night before, Uh the night before the murders, Mm -hmm. he had called her all worked up, pissed off, all that. And said that he had been thinking about the crime all day, and it was, quote, tonight or never. Oh, my God. And then when she arrived at the farmhouse the morning after the murders, allegedly, he pulled her aside and said, I should have been an actor. Oh, my God. Why did she cover for him? I don't fucking know. So, granted, this is all hearsay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is what she is saying. But also, if it's true... Oh, my God. Why did she stay with him? She might have been scared. Why would she go down there? She's in London. Oh, my God. I'd be like, "Mm, I don't think London's that far away. I'm going to be completely honest. Pick your, yeah, I guess I don't really know, like, just in town. Yeah. I'd be like, I am not going to pick up your phone call anymore. I'm going to move. Yeah. Like, I'm really sorry that happened to your family and stuff. I'll stick by you to the funeral. But, like, no, I'm out. Right? Like, I'm going to peacefully peace the fuck out. Yeah, before you get me. So, What a little bitch. Her or him? Him. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. that was kind of confusing. But him, like, he's a spoiled-ass kid. A spoiled-ass fucking, fucking kid. Money, yeah. And he's like, mm. That's not enough. I want it now. Yeah. Or I don't want to work for it. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Julie also claims that she asked him if he had killed his family. 
and he told her no, but that he had paid a friend £2,000 to do it. Oh, okay. Police arrested Jeremy after Julie's new statement Mm -hmm. and his friend, who he allegedly paid. Yeah. The friend had an airtight alibi, though, and was released. Okay. Jeremy held on to his innocence, and he claimed that she was only saying all that stuff because she's jealous of this other girl. Okay. And, like, he was an asshole to her, so now she's coming back and, you know, ruining his life, right? So then he bailed out of jail, and then he went on vacation to the south of France. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. But before he left, he went back to the farmhouse and broke in through a window. Okay. Because he said he had left his keys in London and he needed to break in to grab some papers that he needed for his vacation. What the fuck? Okay. It's just fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) Super weird. When he got back from his vacation, they arrested him and charged him with the five murders. He's like, I have to go on vacation. It's been rough. (laughs) This is stressful. (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe you guys keep blaming me. Ugh. Going on vacation. So they arrest him right away. <laughs> they arrest him right away. Okay. And the trial lasts for 19 days. Oh, damn. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. And the jury came back 10 to 2 with a guilty verdict. Fuck yeah. Allegedly. Not allegedly. Apparently. Factually. Factually. <laughs> had one more juror been on his side, he would have been free. <gasps> what? What the fuck? That's crazy. But he so was... So like three or more? I guess. <laughs> He was sentenced to five life sentences with a minimum of 25 years. Damn. And obviously Jeremy appealed it, right? Yeah. And they were all denied, but they did bring up some interesting points. Okay. One was that there were scratch marks on the mantle that the police believe were caused by the struggle, right? Yeah. But the scratches were only visible in pictures taken 34 days after the crime. Oh, god damn it. Yeah, not in the actual crime scene pictures. And they let everything fucking sit for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they didn't notice the scratches. And so, like, you just take pictures of a room and you don't really try to focus on some scratches. Maybe they don't come out. It's a That's camera job, in 1985. Though, but they didn't even fucking silencer. Yeah. They, they did a lot of things wrong. Oops. So, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. But also probably not. But may- yeah. maybe. Yeah. There's reasonable doubt mm-hmm. when you have, like, a fucking month in between the time mm-hmm. the crime occurred. And Jeremy also claimed that the cousin who found the silencer after the police had searched the whole house or whatever, right, her family actually stood to inherit the estate if Jeremy was out of the way. Oh, shit. Scandalous. Scandalous. And, allegedly, they didn't know if it was an actual match to Sheila's blood, but it was, like, her blood type, right? Oh. Okay. Well, that's pretty close because she they're not, like, biologically related. Sure. I guess blood type, though. But blood type. So that blood type also happened to be the blood type of that cousin's dad, who was there at the time that they found the silencer. Oh. Maybe he cut his hand and grabbed the silencer. We don't know. We just don't know. They also destroyed all of the blood evidence 10 years after oh, uh, the, the trial ended. So, yeah. like, we'll never fucking know. Oh, God. So it's a stretch, right? This little yeah, blood but there thing. is reasonable. It's reasonable yeah. doubt. Like something that it would be nice if we could look into and just get like confirmation. Yeah. Like if they had kept it. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. 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 Another thing that they claimed was left out of the trial was that allegedly mm-hmm. the dad Neville had called the police earlier on the night of the murders, claiming that his daughter had gone berserk and stolen one of his guns. Allegedly, there's, like, a log of this to the police. okay. But it wasn't brought up in the, like, shown to the jury or anything like that. And I'm not sure why that is. Huh. Okay. 
it's not shown to the jury or anything, but the police did say, like, oh, yeah, we have a log of it from a Mr. Bamber or whatever their last name is. I think it's Bamber. Mm, so he did call the police earlier that night saying that Sheila was going berserk mm-hmm. with his gun. But my theory on it yeah. is that he said, I'm Mr. Bamber or whatever, which oh, is also Jeremy's name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And maybe Jeremy called from the house. That's a good point. Great point. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. And that's interesting. So we don't really actually, we don't have a confession. No, he has maintained his innocence this whole time, which I mm-hmm. guess he's like the only person in prison there that has done that, like for with a life sentence. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't also, know how I feel about it. I have questions. He is very clear on letting everyone know that he has multiple girlfriends while in prison. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So he's still the same person. Yeah, because he's just, you know, that fucking great and handsome and yada, yada, yada. Oh, God. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? fuck? Yeah, that is crazy. We don't actually know, but we do know. Yeah. Like, we we know. Yeah. Do we? We know. It sounds like we know. But there is some questionable things. The police would have done a little bit more, you know, like faster or whatever. Maybe gone in as soon as they got there. I don't understand why they waited so long. That's so fucking weird to me. Especially if you get a call that someone has a gun. But then I think this is in England or whatever. Yeah. The police don't carry guns there. Don't they not? Get their fucking nightstick. Maybe that's it. So maybe they're like, I don't know, there's a gun in there. That's fucking scary. We're here, we're like, anyway, we shot the whole outside of the house first (laughs) to make sure that everyone in there was dead. Yeah, before we walk into that. You don't want to go into a surprise. Yeah, but also, I'd be like, it's quiet for fucking three hours. I'll just knock. Yeah, Yeah. or something. Like, maybe knock and run away. Like, hey, can you come out? Don't you have a megaphone? Yeah. Can you yell? Yeah. I don't know. That's fucking weird. It's pretty fucked up. Oh, my God. All right. Well, if you want to check out pictures pertaining to Aaron's case, go to our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Our handle is at ISGD Podcast. If you want to email us, you can do that at isgdpodcast at gmail.com, or you can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Go tell all your friends about us. And we fucking love you guys. Peace up, A-Town Down. Boop, boop. (laughs) Boop, boop. (laughs) Bye. Bye.